Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the Profit Lab Podcast. Ooh, I hope everybody enjoyed that little musical intro. I love rock music, so um, that's exactly what I'm listening all the time. So um, so uh, welcome, guys, and uh, welcome to the Profit Lab Podcast. I'm your host, Marie Tarosian. Um, I'm a CFO, an auditor, certified public accountant, and a chartered global management accountant. And I serve the entrepreneur, entrepreneur community and business owners through my CPA firm, Marie Tarosian CPA, and the management comp- uh, consulting uh, company that I have, the Profit Lab, uh, which brings me the Profit Lab podcast serves to expand our mission uh, to empower entrepreneurs by bringing their stories to the masses. We are thrilled to tell your story to inspire, empower, and uplift other entrepreneurs. So check out our website, uh, theprofitlab.biz slash podcast. So, so with that, last week, we actually launched the podcast for the first time, and I specifically spoke about my experience as in, in my entrepreneur journey, and I shared some valuable tips, specifically seven of them, uh, that I learned from my experience and how you can avoid and do better. So with that, today <clears throat> is August 8th, and this is our second episode, as I said, and then we are going live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time on Facebook. And you can follow us at the Profit Lab, uh, Profit Lab Biz um, on LinkedIn, on my personal uh, LinkedIn, Marie Tourist CPA, CGMA, and on my YouTube channel, Marie Tourist CPA. So make sure to subscribe, follow, like, and share on all of the platforms or whichever one that you are watching or listening us on. So um, go ahead and share that information so others can learn from our stories. So with that, uh, my guest today is Ray- Rachel Leroy, founder of HipMaps. She is a custom map designer who uses fresh approach to bring joy through personalized maps with a modern twist. So let me uh, welcome you, Rachel. Hello. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Rachel. I'm so happy you're here. Uh, you are my first guest on this show, so like it's super, super special, and I'm super excited and energetic. Um, Thank you. I am honored. <laughs> we are so, so happy to 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 meet with you. So, um, you know, Rachel, the the whole point of, like I said, the Profit Lab podcast is to bring stories of individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners, uh, bring their stories and their um, overall challenges and stuff that they've gone through as they built their business so that other entrepreneurs can be inspired, motivated by, by their story. So today we are going to be inspired by your story. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So we want to get to know you, the Rachel, the person before the entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, I live in Sonoma, California, Northern California. So it's quite early. Um, <laughs> Usually I'm not talking at this hour, um, <laughs> but I, um, I have a, an interesting upbringing that are not a ton of people, um, have these days in that I grew up on a dairy farm in Vermont, in new England. And, um, I think, you know, not to jump to the entrepreneurial journey, but I think growing up on a farm and being like deeply, rooted to the earth, um, mm-hmm. ha- definitely helped shape who I am as far as, you know, wanting to work with the earth, wanting to, um, share the beauty of it. 
and then also my, you know, my parents were just, um, they were wonderful role models in that they, because they were farmers, they worked for themselves. And um, I never really thought that I would be an entrepreneur because I just mm-hmm. didn't think of it that, you know, I just didn't have that mindset, but then here I am. So, and, <laughs> and I loved your story last week of talking about, you know, your dad and how he, you know, having his businesses really, you know, it shapes us without us even knowing it. Right. And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I didn't even realize how much that affected me until I got in my forties. So <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so um, tell us like how you transition. I mean, obviously you had a, a, a very busy career and you could walk us through if you like, but what made you kind of get motivated to start your own business and, and your entrepreneurial journey? Well, it's it all comes to maps. So on, you know, on the farm, <laughs> picture the, you know, the the kitchen Woo! table of this Vermont farmhouse. And I was the kid who had my nose in the atlas. Like I just loved maps and I would pour over maps often as often as I could. And, you know, back in the 80s aerial photos were not nearly as common as they are now because we didn't have google and and so whenever i would see an aerial photo i was just fascinated by it i had to figure out what i was looking at what was the perspective what was the angle and so i um in college i studied environmental science and i was able to take a class where i learned how to make maps in this class and it was using software and mm-hmm. so I've been making maps for over 20 years. Wow. And yeah. And I, you know, I I worked, I worked in various, you know, industries. I I did vineyard design for 15 years. And oh, cool. I when I decided, yeah, it was very interesting. <laughs> um, but when I decided to leave that company in 2019, I said, I want to be a consultant. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of different things that I can do because I have organizational skills and I have management and, and human resources, all that kind of stuff. But the thing that really drove me was I said, I want to make sure I do something with maps because maps are yes. what lights me up. Whenever I would work with maps, it would be the best day. That would be the best part of the day. <laughs> so I, um, in 2019, I became a consultant and I started working with wineries, making maps for their tasting rooms to show people where mm-hmm. they're grown in the wines that they were pouring. And um, in early 2020, I joined a networking group, a local networking group, and I sat next to a wonderful woman and I was telling her about what I was doing. And she said, have you ever thought about making a map for a wedding? Mm. And I had not <laughs> ever thought of that. Like, huh. And what she was picturing was like a site plan, but that question was the spark that led me to be an entrepreneur like that one thing because i i started thinking about it and i started thinking how many times have i gone to a wedding somewhere else out of town i don't know you know in nashville right i'm there for three days and the wedding is six hours 
And I don't know where the great restaurants are. I don't know where the right. cool things to go and what to see and what to do. And mostly yeah. because I love to eat. I, where do I eat? I don't want to waste a meal. And so, I don't want to waste time researching for hours. Scrolling <laughs> exactly. through Yelp for like a half an yes. hour. And you're still hungry and you still don't know where to go. Right. So right. That, that, was, that was the spark. I, I, tried, <laughs> I tried to launch that idea in March of 2020. Um, wow. I launched just, yeah. just during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Well, I launched it the beginning of the week. And by the end of the week, that Friday, <laughs> there was the lockdown everywhere. And then the following week, the headlines are full of how many people had canceled their weddings. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I went, <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. This is know. a rough rough start me. <laughs> oh i know i know we have so much in common in that <laughs> but you know looking back on it um everything happened for a reason the timing everything so i i really needed to learn a lot of stuff before mm -hmm. i launched a company and i i launched the idea i didn't have a great name for it i tried to use someone else's app smartphone app mm. I didn't know anything about marketing and sales. And so so basically it was a blessing that COVID happened because I spent the next year soaking up tons of knowledge. I learned all kinds of stuff about marketing, just like you were talking about in yours. Like we were so similar. I had so many skills and they were not in the marketing department. Yeah. Same and here. so it's like a whole different thing, right? It's a whole it different is. thing. Um, so what I did was in 2021, I rebranded to HipMap mm -hmm. because I needed a name that was catchy and that would see people would, you know, you hear HipMaps and you're like, oh, it's something to do with mapping. I don't yeah. exactly know, but at least I know it's mapping where Rachel right. Roy Consulting meant nothing. Right, right, nothing. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So I rebranded to HipMaps. I built my own smartphone app. I met, so I hired a developer who's yes. amazing out of Michigan. We designed the app, we built it, we launched it. I had all these skills under my belt now with marketing and sales. I'd been laying the foundation for this for right. a, for over a year at this point. And so I was able to launch Hip Maps in um, June. I think it was June mm -hmm. of <laughs> it was June or July of um, 2021, and and because I had, you know, tried this idea in 2020, um, I felt like I hit the ground. I, I I hit the ground running. You know, I had already set all this work up. I had already been networking for over a year. I had all these contacts. I had all these skills that I didn't have in the in 2020. Um, sure. So it was a blessing. It was a blessing. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be interesting because I know I'm the first the first guest on your show. And I'm curious to see how many people come in and say, I've always known that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. It was just a matter of time. And I'm not that person. I just sort of went from like, oh, I'm going to be a consultant to do a lot of things to this spark and this idea. Yes. And then boom, here I am. And I, and I love it. I absolutely love it. But if I, but if you would ask me 10 years ago, would I be doing this? I'd be like, no way. 
Yeah. And, and I think a lot of us start as consultants. I mean, I did that as a side gig for a little while, while I was still had a full-time job. And, and I think that's our way of kind of thinking like an entrepreneur, like wanting to do something is pulling us away, like to do something different. And then eventually you're like, well, yes, I definitely have to take this as a real business and not just a consultant and even consulting is kind of like a business. It's just yeah. that you're alone versus in a business setting, you're starting to work and hire and outsource and all that stuff. Now you're managing um, not only is it you, but it's you and a team, even if it's 1099ers or whatever it is, it's still a team you're managing as a business versus just you just go to the job and leave. Um, but yeah, absolutely. And then it includes, like you said, the marketing and the sales and all these other pieces have to play with it. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, we have way so much in common because, you know, I launched the firm in January 2020. I was like, oh, no. until then I was just a consultant. I was just, just had a, I was jumping from project to project. Yeah. <laughs> and as yeah. soon as I'm like, I'm like, really? Like I, I just launched the firm. Like I, I thought, yeah. 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 You know, I will say one, one great thing about what I do is that I can make a map anywhere in the world. So even mm -hmm. though I'm, I live in an area that we had probably the longest lockdown of anybody in the U S in Northern California, um, and it and it we had so many restrictions that a lot of the rest of the U.S. didn't have. So our in, our events industry was just clobbered. Um, but I could I could go market in Georgia and Florida and Texas right. and areas that were more open where people were still having events and and the Absolutely. economy was still flowing. Where here, yes. uh, yeah, I, I basically hardly marketed to people in my area for the first six months of my business. And, and yeah, it was just, it wow. was weird to not market to the people who's <gasps> I saw in person, yeah. but it was just, just the way it was. Right. And, and, and that's yeah. like a, a decision you make as a business owner, when you're looking like, where are my customers? Right. Which brings me actually yeah. to my next question. Um, what is your usual target audience? I know you mentioned kind of like the wedding thing, but is that the only uh, way to get your clients or is there other ways that you are attracting clients? Well, one of the things that I learned um, and one of the things that I think is so important for entrepreneurs is to constantly evolve. So mm -hmm. when I launched the idea, my focus was only on weddings. I was only thinking about weddings. And clearly that's a, not a good business model because there were record numbers of weddings canceled in 2020. So what part of my rebranding and rethinking of this whole thing was how many other people can I help with this idea? And sure. so I have, I have, you know, the, where, I, what I, the maps I make can be used for so many different situations. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, festivals that, have a lot of things going on yes. in different places and they get right. people to the right place at the right time. And the main, the main thing that hip maps is used for are recommendations. So what restaurants and, and breweries and wineries and hikes and shops do, does someone recommend And I always call them the host. So though that's the biggest thing. And this host can be a couple getting married for sure with people coming mm -hmm. in from out of town but also 
businesses holding events like conferences or annual meetings or, you know, any kind of business event where you're gathering people together Mm -hmm. Um, and as well as lodging because, you know, Mm -hmm. hotels and inns and bed and breakfasts and uh, vacation rental homes like Airbnbs, you all, people are coming in from out of town and they, you know, how many times have you gone up to the front desk and been like, I'm starving. Where's your favorite restaurant? Right. Yeah. Like what's yeah. cool? People Where should I go? <laughs> yeah. So this right. the hip maps idea is the get let me let the host give their guests a snapshot of their town and share this per, these personal recommendations. Like it really mm-hmm. is a local's take on the area. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, for example, I do some Google reviews myself to be like the local guide for google <laughs> in my in, you know here in miami but uh, yeah i see that totally you know how if you if i am inviting a bunch of people let's say for an event that i put up i want to say hey these are my top recommendations as someone who lives here so it's very different when it comes to that's a great idea i love that yeah yeah, yeah. and the thing that i and I, I haven't mentioned this yet but the thing that makes hit maps different is that i make a map from the you know of this of all these places so people have an idea of where they are but in my smartphone app you mm-hmm. can see your location right on your host's map so you know where you are in relation to what's being recommended you know if you can walk to something or you need to drive or get an uber oh, um, you also see me yeah so you and then you also see the host comments about each place so they can say we love the barbecue here we love the you know the sampler of their beer over here. This is like a super cool art gallery with local artists. You say a little something about each place so that people have a much better idea of what what each place is offering. And then people can get directions right in the app. They, it takes, so you know you're going to the right place. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I think what I like most about it is that there are all these different features and um, is that you know the personal touch from the host right yeah. so that's that's always yeah. the most amazing that engagement and, and the personal touch from the host yeah yeah really. and people love that they love that they want to they want to be they want something special right they want yes. the host to be like hey i thought of this and you <laughs> i i want you to have it i want to share this with you and that's yeah you know part of my whole thing my whole mission is spreading joy and the hip apps yep. is like this domino effect of spreading joy for both the host and the guest. Right, right. So um, I know just because for our listeners and they would not be seeing the banner. So as before we continue, I just want to say, guys, you can check out Rachel's company at hipmaps.com. That's H-I-P-M-A-P-S.com. So make sure that to, to check her website and get more information on uh, what she's working on uh, uh, now. So with that, so Rachel, um, so I know you mentioned a few challenges here and there and sales and marketing being one of them. Um, what are other, let's say, maybe super difficult challenges you may have had that you really had to, let's say, either get some professional help or like self-development or whatever it is that you you had to, What are what were those challenges that you were able to overcome? 
Well, one of the things, um, because no one else does what I do, no one else, people make maps, but they don't have this app. This, this app is completely innovative. And the awareness of telling, you know, the, getting, getting the word out that this even exists has <laughs> been my biggest challenge because, you know, it's not like I'm making a new tennis shoe and I don't have to explain to people what a tennis shoe is, right? Right, it's, right. It's just, I have to, every single time I have to explain this whole new concept mm -hmm. and, and it's much easier to show it to somebody, to pull out right, my phone visually, yes. and show it to them. But I can't obviously meet with every single person who might want this. So my biggest challenge is conveying what this is and how it mm -hmm. works. And so I've... Right. Um, initially, like kind of like you, when I first started, I built my own website, not with hip maps. I, there's no way I could have done that with hip maps. So I hired a wonderful website developer and she helped me design a website that is, and we're actually updating it again. Like that's a constant thing. Constant. Yes. 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 And it, we're, we're using, using videos and visuals and trying to convey what yes. this app does. That is, that's a huge thing. Um, so the website was a huge deal. I also um, joined several different networking groups and okay. associations. Yeah. Yes. Um, and a lot of, so a lot of different associations of professionals in the industry that I was targeting. So associations of wedding professionals and event planners. Mm -hmm. And that's been a, that's been my best way of getting the word out to the planners of these events so that they can right. then know whether or not it's a good fit for their event that they're putting on. Right. Right. And it kind that's of pinpoints like some of the customers are actually the event planner maybe because yes. sometimes, you know, companies hire event planning uh, company. So then you might want to be targeting the event planner, the, that company versus the actual company. So um, yeah. 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 And so I it's, it's a have, lot of, yeah. I have a, a split in my business where I have B2C business, business to consumer and B2B business to business. Right. I have both clients because the, what the couples getting married are, customers but yet most a lot of my work is with businesses and so it's it's been a tricky um a tricky balance because you know my instagram feed is definitely targeted more for the consumer and mm. and yet my linkedin feed is a little bit more targeted to the businesses true so true. one of the challenges that i faced was figuring out how to do that and where to where to do that, right? Which social media right. platforms to focus on? Where where are the people that I want to target? Yes, absolutely. And that's something that we learn as we take more of those marketing classes, or if we're yeah. working with someone who's super knowledgeable to kind of help you separate how to how to market for your audience in the different channels, right? So right. absolutely, even though um, Instagram is also great for businesses but it also depends right so if if more of the individuals are there so you know and especially your your specific audience say those who are getting married and you want to target them there absolutely yeah i love yeah. that yes yeah. I, I didn't realize how much marketing was going to be one of the biggest challenges 
Um, and, uh, and, I'm, I, and I'm glad I went through the challenge because I think I learned so much. I've pushed myself so much in the last two years. Um, uh, this podcast is a result of trying to get marketing done, you know, and I'm very transparent about it. Two podcasts now. Um, yeah. And that's because, you know, uh, and I do, you know, a part of the firm, the CPA firm, we do work, you know, sometimes, um, you know, business to business, sometimes business to consumers. So it's similar to you uh, because, for example, taxes could be individual or it could be business. On the other hand, you know, some I have I do, let's say, let's say that we have accounting and bookkeeping work for um, individuals, wealthy individuals that want to have someone do all their accounting for them. Um, yeah. but then we also do it for businesses too. So, you know, it's so similar in what, what you've gone through as well. Very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I'm so grateful that. for all of the teachers that I've had in the last few years, yeah. because I really, I've taken tons of classes and webinars and seminars yeah. and, and, you know, month long things, both, yes. you know, just in all kinds of different areas, including, um, mindset because mind yes. you mentioned this yes. in your your pod, yes. your pod podcast issue whatever it was volume yeah. what was it episode I was gonna get there <laughs> it's early folks um, yes. <laughs> mindset mindset is a huge deal and it is. it is you know when you're when you're an entrepreneur and you're making the list of things that you are not good at which is which those are the things that you should be learning more about and challenging yourself with. You right. got to include the mindset, the Absolutely. mental part of it. Yep. Yes, yes. The, uh, for me, uh, even thinking like, you know, I, I always thought of myself, you know, very open minded. I'm always wanting to learn all that stuff. But there's something about the mindset because you will eventually hit that entrepreneurial plateau, I would say, <laughs> where yeah. you're like, okay, I'm stuck. I don't know how to go, what to do next. And, you know, then instead of like falling apart, if you have a mentor, a coach, um, which the way I added that into my 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 life has changed my mindset and just helped me help push me a little bit more like, just to get out of those stuck moments. So, yeah, um, and that's why I offer it now through the Profit Lab as well. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Mindset is definitely needed for everyone because we all yeah. get stuck at some point in time and we need yeah. help. Yeah. And the whole thing's a roller coaster and you got to be yes. able to have the skills to handle that roller yes. coaster. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And and then something uh, you said about when you do the list and you realize, OK, I'm good at these things, but I'm not good at those things. Um, and I want to learn about them. And there's that balance between you want to learn and do yourself, you know, and then the stuff that you want to learn but find someone to delegate and oversee. <laughs> Absolutely. There's, those yes. are two things too that I had to learn. To... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to know how to do everything. And I want to know the like theory and the strategy, right. but I don't want to do it all. Absolutely, Absolutely not. I, I agree with you. I agree like I want to know enough about how people look at a website and their behavior and how long of an attention span they have and where they look on a page. I want right. to know about that, but I don't want to design the website. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a that was a big learning for me as well. <laughs> yeah. And I think many of us go through that, you know, we, and that's yeah. why that plateau I mentioned, it's, it, it's true because you get stuck and you're like, oh. 
do I update my website right now? Or should I send the emails out? Or should I finish this work? I mean, are they all important? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, um, we definitely go through that. Um, so I, I love it. I love your story. I love it so much. So with Thank all you. of these challenges and all those things, you know, and, and I know we're getting closer to the 30 minute mark because, you know, we try to stay very, yeah. um, you know, within 30 to 45 minutes, you know, business owners, uh, you know, usually have limited time. So um, what I wanted to ask you is that, you know, just as I did my wrap up, you know, with a few takeaways for others. So if there were three things that an entrepreneur should know from your experience, what would they be? Okay. The first one is easy because this was the hardest one for me. <laughs> Done is better than perfect. That is yes, my motto. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yes. Don't pick on the little things. Just get it out. <laughs> Just do it. Send it. Launch it. Get it out there. It's never yes. going to be perfect. No. Stop <laughs> wasting your time. Don't write 20-minute emails. Just yes. get it done. It's done is better than perfect. Yes, I love that. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> yep. um, number two is this is a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. And there's that. a lot of things that go into that. You got to have patience. You have to work hard, but you have to be balanced. Mm -hmm. You cannot burn out. You have to yeah. take care of yourself. You have to sleep. You have to eat well. You have to exercise. You have to rest. You. This is a long-term thing. And if you find yourself realizing that you haven't taken a day off in a month, you <laughs> better take that day off. <laughs> I can be blamed for that quite a few times. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm speaking right. my own advice to myself right now. Yes. And, and, and it does come out of your own experiences, right? Like you just, I, I, I know I've done it many times and I tell myself too, like, don't do this again. And I find myself doing it again. And yeah. I think I've gone about 12 weeks working straight and then just crashing, literally crashing, just getting home on a Friday. And I'm like, okay, I can't even keep my eyes open anymore. I just need to shut down. And yeah. that is that is horrible way to live because then you're messing up a whole bunch of other things in your body and your mind and then you're completely shut down. So I, I that's a very good advice. Thank you. And I find that because I love what I do so much, I don't realize how much I'm working because it's all mm -hmm. so great. And yes. I love it. Yes. And but it's very important to stop doing that. <laughs> Once in a while you just I, have to stop. I, I, I agree with you. You know, like uh, one of the things I realized when I, you know, once I started getting into marketing and all that, I'm like, wow, I'm actually loving this. So like, for example, podcasting was something I really enjoyed when, but even, you know, if you had asked me back in 2018, you know, I was doing consulting on the side that I would have to do a podcast, I would be freaking out, like I'm scared. And here I am, I'm doing it. I actually love it, you know? So um, and like you said, and when you're loving what you're doing and you have a really great goal and a vision of where you want to go, you kind of just keep adding, you push yourself, but then you really have to stop at some point and rest. Everybody you needs do. some rest. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I love it. So, and what's your third recommendation? <laughs> third one is find a way to afford getting help and try mm -hmm. to do it before you actually need it. Because when you realize you need it, it's a, probably a little bit too late. So mm -hmm. I use freelancers. Freelancers are amazing. 
there mm -hmm. i have a couple of them and i have a couple more like on call they're just amazing and so freeing up you the time you know i don't need to schedule all the social media posts there's no right. way that's a good right. use of my time i have a much better use of my time trying to get the word out and and sales and actually yes. making the maps you know all building the relationships right. finding a way to afford help is very important Yes, I love that. These are really, really great recommendations. And I, and I feel with you because I've gone through the same things myself, you know, and uh, <clears throat> I, I love it. This is great. Um, so I wanted to bring everybody's attention that, you know, Rachel is making this awesome, awesome offer to all our viewers and our listeners, you know, um, and it's a special offer is you can get 15% off any custom map that you would order with Rachel. Um, you know, uh, using a discount code Profit Lab, as in one word, Profit Lab at checkout on hipmaps.com. So I appreciate that, Rachel. Thank you. I think our oh. listeners and viewers will love it too. Uh, <laughs> very, very, very welcome. <laughs> awesome. So, Rachel, this was great. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, is there any other last minute message that you would like to leave to our viewers and our listeners? Oh, stay fresh. <laughs> stay fresh. Oh, always evolve. Always, <laughs> always learn. Always evolve. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Stay fresh. Yeah. Stay. I, I. I totally. I love that. I love that. I think it's really relevant. Very important. We got to stay on top of our game all the time when you know when we're business owners for sure. Well, that was great, Rachel. Congratulations so much for delivering great work to your clients and building this business and, and learning so much through uh, you know, your business. And to all our viewers and listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, please remember to subscribe, follow, like, and share the content on any other platforms or all of the platforms that you are watching or listening to us on. Um, and let's empower each other through our experiences. So until the next episode, have a wonderful and blessed rest of your week.